Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Strong Enough. I am Eli. And I'm Lilith. And today we are doing our seasonal uh, wrap-up video, would we call it? Uh, more like a seasonal preview. Seasonal Talking preview. about the new anime that are coming out this season. Giving our thoughts. Saying what you should watch, probably. Or at least what we're going to watch. <laughs> but first things first, as always, catch up. Yeah, catch up. Watched a couple movies this week. Uh, I watched Threads. Super depressing. You must have enjoyed it then. <laughs> I don't know. It was a little, a little too depressing. Oof. Uh, th there's just no hope. At, like you're just watching it. It's it's set in 1984 or 1983, and it details a fictional nuclear attack on the United Kingdom, and then just like the next I don't know 13 years. Of them descending back into savagery and medieval level technology, like the ch like the children are all like birth defected and they they have the intelligence of like babies. They can't even speak English, which must be truly horrifying for the people of Great Britain. <laughs> truly. Uh, what else did you watch? I watched Guns Akimbo. It's that meme movie with daniel radcliffe oh yeah that one yeah that one that it's it, running around like his pajamas or something it came out in march in theaters but we all know what happened in march so <laughs> i don't know how many people saw it in theaters it came out on amazon like a week ago i think okay so and you watched it on amazon yeah i will not i won't, I won't spoil anything for all you people that watch that want to watch this movie i will say there's I wouldn't say there's a, there's no reason not to watch it. It is it is a fine movie. It's very, it, it's full of memes and references. That can either turn out really <laughs> good or really bad. Initially, I didn't like it when I was watching it. Like the first, I don't know, twenty minutes, I didn't like first, maybe twenty five, thirty, but uh, it it really did start coming together a little bit towards the end. Well, not a you sure that bit. wasn't just Stockholm Syndrome? It was. It, it really started coming together towards the middle-ish, and then the ending, I, predi I, I predicted like 50% of that, but the other 50% I did not, so. Decent enough movie. Uh, I've mostly been, uh, I put that Magical Girls show on hold for a little bit, because I recently got a new Gundam model. For, from uh, Gundam 00, so I've been binging that. Yeah, I noticed. And it's been a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying the series. Gu Gundam is always kind of stupid. But 00, I don't know. I feel like it's it's a little bit more than normal. That the one where the IRA get giant robots or something? No, no, no. The the IRA didn't get giant robots. They they're just still active in Ireland uh 300 years from now. Or they were until they decided to to like disarm and stop uh blowing up British people, I guess. I, I mean, mean, that's all the IRA does, right? The IRA did I think put a bomb in 10 Downing Street at one point. Or at least they tried to. Okay. Uh, actually, we we do see 
uh, speaking of bombs and uh, and the IRA, we even though we see mention of the IRA, uh, and we see a one of the main characters is affected by a bombing in Ireland, mm-hmm. like before the series begins. Turns out that that was done by a Middle Eastern terrorist organization, not the IRA. How Middle Eastern? Uh, pretty Middle Eastern. I was gonna say because the Libya Gaddafi, that guy, yeah. he supported the IRA. Really? Yeah. So he gave them oh. guns and he let them come to Libya to train. So I actually I wouldn't consider it. I I wouldn't consider it too out there for there to be random Middle Eastern terrorism in Ireland, especially if the IRA is still active. But I mean, it it's still kind of out there. Yeah. It it is kind of interesting to me just overall that like. The politics of 2007, when the show came out, apparently carried over into the 2300s, to 2307. Of course. Of course. So, you know, the Middle East is still fucked, (laughs) and uh, there's been no budging on the Ulster question. Is George Bush still president somehow? (laughs) No. It's some old dude. It's an old white dude. This was before Obama. Yeah, I know. That's why I asked about Bush. (laughs) (laughs) No. Mecca George Bush uh, is not president. Although I think they moved to the White House at some point. Where? I I don't fucking know. (laughs) All I know is that wherever the president of the quote-unquote union, that is to say America and its allies... Um, was not, might have been D.C., but it wasn't the White House. All right, then. Uh, that fucking series. Good action. Good action scenes. I like it. It's, it's like I said, it's Gundam. Can't go wrong. I, I feel like I should, for the, for the upcoming segment, I should give a spoiler warning now. Oh, yes. We sh- yeah, both of us, uh, there might be spoilers. We only watched like the first couple episodes of these shows because that's all that's out right now. There, yeah, there will be spoilers, but only for the first episode, for me. Yeah, well, for both of us. So. So don't, don't freak out too much. We're not revealing any massive twists. Uh, with some exceptions, I think. Well, I gotta In hear this. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But let's go ahead and get started. All right. So let's see here. Uh, I will start us off. going to start us off on a high note, talking about uh, God of High School. It's a new uh, shonen-type series. It's like a battle series that's uh, based does, on a webtoon. Does it take place in a high school? No. No. It's... It's, uh, okay, so, here's the premise. A, uh, a massive tournament, like, I want to say global, I'm pretty sure it's a global tournament, but right now we're focused on this, the, uh, Korean tournament, to find the, like, strongest high schooler out there in a mixed martial arts setting. Why? High concept shit? Okay. Like, like, the series starts with 
some corrupt politician dudes, some fat corrupt politician dudes, uh, sitting on a beach, talking to the organizer of the of the tournament, and then they get off, and you know they're being skeevy and uh, corrupt and all that, and then they get off the phone, and then all of a sudden the wind and the clouds all whip up around them. And next thing you know, uh, they get crushed by something that come like comes out of the out of the storm that just formed, and then it pulls back and it shows that whatever did that to the uh, to the island looked like a hand, and the and the in the middle of the hand of the palm is like a cross, and then we cut to the the organizer and he's got his his hand his palm has a cross on it so yeah high concept shit all right then uh yeah not honestly not a lot to say about the three protagonists uh i forgot one of their names after i watched the first episode let's see i have it written down here as mori Big guy and you. Is you on first? No. No, but she does have a sword. And that's basically her thing. She's the girl with the sword. Uh, big guy is big. He's got some backstory stuff going on. Mori is... He's a Goku archetype. So, you know... Fight, eat, fight some more, sleep, fight some more, eat, fight, 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 eat. So, not a lot going on. I'd say right now, like at the very start, not a lot going on. The action scenes are really good, though. I, uh, they are really good. The fight scenes, and just the action scenes in general, very much enjoyed. And also the music was top-notch. I very much enjoyed listening to the music. Uh, I'm at least going to be following it this season. I have no idea if it's going to be, if it's going to keep, or if it's going to maybe trip and fall onto its face. Webtoon and Crunchyroll have been promoting it, though. So. That means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I will say it is a import. I would say it's a pretty notable production. One of the let's see, because like last season we had Tower of God, which was Crunchyroll original, and then this season uh, God of High School is the Crunchyroll original, and then just the fact that they're adapting a uh, webtoon, it, it it broadens a lot of the whatchamacallits, opportunities for potential uh, adaptations. Because there's a lot of good content on Webtoon. Yeah. And I, I do look forward to seeing what, what they do with all that. So, yeah. God of High School. I recommend it, and I will be watching it at least through the season. Okay. Uh, guess that will be my turn, then. Um... I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna pivot off of your Crunchyroll original to my Crunchyroll original. As I found out, or at least as they pronounce it in the show, GB8. <laughs> which... Uh, my first... Like I said, I wouldn't completely blind to this. I wouldn't completely blind to, to all of mine. Uh, didn't do even the most cursory of background research. My first... Ex- my first... Uh, experience with it was booting it up on Crunchyroll. Noticing the Crunchyroll original, uh, like, splash mark on it. And noticing it had two stars already. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nevertheless, I, I, I went on. Uh, where do I begin? The, uh, the, with the premise. The premise is, so we open up with, like, this random girl who she's 18 she hasn't graduated high school we know that because she says this in her monologue and then declaring how she's going she's monologuing about how there was some pandemic that started in italy with the with the gb8 virus that turns people into jibia which turns them into like monster creatures Okay. And how initially, though, they thought it could be contained, it spiraled out of control and infected the entire world. And then she's like, and I'm going to create a vaccine for it. I'm like, w- you and what high school education? <laughs> okay. But uh, then we get the opening, which is just, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's just bad. It's just bad. Uh, like, Animation? Not much, to, not much there. Music, uh, not much there. <laughs> I honestly cannot remember anything about the opening, other than the fact that I didn't like it when I watched it. <laughs> That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. So then we flash back to the to the Edo period, some unknown point. After the Battle of Sekigahara, or however you pronounce that, of course, because that's the only that's the only point in time that exists. Of course, so there's this samurai guy, and this this ninja guy in a boat being taken into exile. Okay. Because samurai guy, like his clan, I I have I have no idea which side of the battle they fought on, because evidently they. So he decides to take the fall for their clan fighting on the wrong side of the battle, except, like, the dude fought on the right side of the battle. But he's, like, it's it's stupid, it's pointless, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dwell on it. Anyway, so he takes the fall, goes into exile as a samurai, or, like, not as a samurai or whatever. And then there's a bunch of glowing blue light in the water, and they're teleported to modern-day Japan, or... 2030 Japan after pandemic smashes everything to pieces. Okay. <laughs> I I should note that the ninja guy looks like a discount lancer from from Face Day Night. <laughs> oh, that's not good. But so they're just sitting there in modern day Japan and like, are we dead? Is this the afterlife? There's no way man could construct such buildings. So then, 
they start walking around and they get into a fist fight with the jibia and they don't die then then the main girl from the monologue opening shows up with a taser she tases it grabs a blood sample off it and then goes what are you two guys doing why are you dressed like you're from the edo period you should come with us so then the pilots of the car and they drive off and she's like and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, we were on a boat, like, off the coast going into exile. And then there, and then stuff happened. And she's just like, she's been like, oh, my God, you're time travelers. <laughs> and the dude That is dro- a hell of an assumption. <laughs> and the dude driving them is like, oh, my God, they're time travelers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so then he's like, wait a minute, you're a samurai? Where's your sword? Samurai needs swords. The dude's like, I don't, I don't have my sword anymore. You know, exile and all that. So he's like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the car, run to my apartment because I have a sword at home. You need a sword because you're a samurai, and samurai needs sword." And it sounds like I'm saying this in a weird, repetitive manner. That's basically what it sounds like with the guy describing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then he runs home in the middle of an apocalypse. Like, not even in the middle of the apocalypse. The apocalypse came and went, and they're in the post-apocalypse now. So he runs home to get a samurai sword for the guy. Then they drive to their compound, which doesn't even look that secure. It's like, it's got like a chain-link fence with barbed wire on top. And, oh yeah, I I wrote this down because it really pissed me off. She's, like, talking about how she's like, oh, you know, Japan, you know, we've known peace for 80 years, and then the apocalypse happened. I'm like, yeah, 80 years. Mind telling these time travelers what happened 80 years ago? (laughs) Mind telling them why you've been at peace for 80 years? No. No, no, they don't need to know that. Just gonna gloss over it. Like, they're like, my god, you know, Japan was at peace for 80 years, it's beautiful. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's one word you could use to describe it. (laughs) Oh. But yeah, so they they show up at the compound, and there's there's this huge dude there. And it's like, oh, hey, this is, I don't even know what his name was. He's a Marine. Yeah, he's, he's just learned as a U.S. Marine. Uh, okay. So then they go to the scientist guy that she's working with to create the vaccine. And he's immediately like, oh, my God, are they time travelers? Why does everybody just assume that? Everyone just immediately leaves to them being time travelers. And the only, like, semi-rational guy who doesn't immediately jump to the conclusion of them being time-traveling samurai... Yeah. ...is a total asshole. Of course! Like, the only rational guy. Oh my god. And the thing is, like, they, 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 they do the info dump for how the Jibia virus, or the GB8 virus, works... And I have no idea how it, like, destroyed the world. Because each Jibia, they have to sting you with a stinger. Like, they yeah. have to specifically hit you with, like, a stinger to infect you. And they can only infect one person every 24 hours. Because it has to regenerate. And it takes wow. five hours to transform into a Jibia. That is the worst zombie apocalypse I've ever seen. I'm seriously wondering how, like... Like, did everybody just 
give up when the fucking giant bug monsters started appearing. Like, they mentioned how they initially kept it under control, but then it just spiraled. I'm like, how did it spiral? They can only infect one person every 24 hours. Exponential growth, I guess? But that doesn't make any sense, especially once you got... Whatever. Uh, let's... Let's, uh... Let's not dwell on this longer than we have to. But yeah, it's just absolute garbage. And All right. the only other thing I'm going to say about it, I went to update my anime list to like put down the episode that I watched, and someone started on a thread uh, about it saying, is this going to be our Ferretta in terms of animation? Ha! Because it is legitimately, the, the anime is bad, the animation's bad, it has bad, obnoxious, unnecessary CG, it's just, it's just bad. Wow. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's that's a definite don't watch this. <laughs> it's a definite do not watch this. Alright. Well, I, I believe I said it's either going to be amazing or terrible, and it's terrible. Uh, that, that's a shame. That's a shame, really. Because like you said, it could have been amazing. But no, that's that's just that. Well, from what you said, what you've described, that's just awful. <sighs> I'm really disappointed. But hey, let's move on to something else. That's just <laughs> awful, just just terrible. So I'm gonna talk about Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Time. What? Is that its actual title? That is its actual title. I was not paying attention. That's its actual title? <laughs> that is its actual title. Okay. His name is... The main character's name is Peter Grill. Peter Grill. I don't know what the fuck the philosopher is. Or why his time is so important. In any case... The best thing I can say about this show is that it only has 12-minute episodes, including the opening and ending. That's the nicest thing I can say about this show. It's... Okay, so here's basically the premise. Dude wins a, like, a big global tournament thing to determine who's, like, the strongest man in the world. Because, of course, it's like a fantasy world. There's like a bunch of fantasy races and whatnot. And so... <sighs> so once he has won the tournament and he is now proclaimed the world's strongest man, his plan is to finally get married to his girlfriend. Uh, who, you know... Oh, is, I think I yeah yeah yeah. I, I'm sorry. You continue. think you've heard about this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, so real quick though, his girlfriend, fucking idiot, because she believes that uh, babies are made when two people sit next to each other and pray really hard, and then when they pray really hard, a stork comes and gives them their baby. Okay. But she's not important. 
She's not important. She's not important. What's important is the fact that uh, apparently because he is the strongest man in the world, that means every woman wants his dick. I am not joking. I mean, that's perfectly logical. Of course. He's... Uh, okay, so quick content warning. Rape. He just straight up gets fucking raped by a couple of ogre girls. They corner him in his room at an inn. He tries to kick them out. But, like... I don't fucking know. They get he gets guilted into keeping them in his room. And they skip over the actual sex. Probably cuz they're saving that for the DVD release or Blu-ray. But yeah, he he just he just has he just gets fucking raped. Just in the first episode. That's just like the whole back half of the first episode. This is a terrible, terrible show. And the animation's not good either. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah. This, I, I hated that show. Hated it. <sighs> Let's talk about something, well, maybe not. I don't know if it's better, but certainly more interesting than Peter Grill. This the show we've been excited for for since the trailer dropped. Yeah. Decadence. Decadence. Decadence, decadence, however you want to say it. This is a weird show. This is a weird show. It's an interesting show. Yeah. It's got some interesting stuff going on. Uh, have you watched the first two episodes? Or just, just the first, the first one. Okay. Because I accidentally got some spoilers for the second episode. And it gets even weirder. <laughs> I mean, I would certainly so, hope it gets weirder. Yes. It seemed... I was kind of bored with it. as It just seemed pretty bog standard. Up until they started floating through anti-gravity bubbles and shooting metal straws into insect monsters. To suck up their juices. Yes. That's about the moment when it clicked for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty deep into the first episode, though. Yes. Alright, so let's just cover the premise real quick. Uh, if you want to go ahead. There was a generic, nondescript monster apocalypse... If you've watched anime, you know what I'm talking about. And the survivors built a weapon city called Decadance, which, it, in one of the most beautiful things ever, they basically built a, mo a, a mobile fist to punch things so hard they disintegrate. Uh, okay, I actually want to just... When that moment happened, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Just because I was, uh, I was very confused. Because they don't Cause tell they were, you. It's like, oh yeah, it's a cannon. I'm like, okay, they're like hooking up the cannon or whatever, and then it fucking punches the monster. 
like the, the 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 opening of the episode they say oh uh it's they they built the the mobile fortress weapon decadence to like save the world or save humanity or whatever i'm like okay and then we finally see it in action i'm like oh they built a giant mobile fist <laughs> i don't know how i feel about this like laser rocket powered fist weapon <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> oh my god <laughs> It's so ridiculously stupid. But it's not bad. No. It's just really weird. Uh, there's there's just a whole lot going on in the first episode though. I felt like I felt like, like it was a couple episodes rolled into one. It kind of was. Well, it, it it went very slowly and very and very quickly. Yeah. God, how, how the fuck do you manage it? Where we can both say, "Oh yeah, it went slow and fast at the same time." That that shouldn't be possible. I will say, for Studio Nuts' first ever uh, original work, or more or less first ever original work, pretty decent showing so far. Yeah. Yeah. But the question is can they uh can they keep up what they've started? Yeah. Cuz I I have it written down here. My my thoughts after in my thoughts after watching the first episode was this will go one of two ways. Either it will be really good. Yes. Or it will be Darling in the Franks. <laughs> that was exactly my thought. And I didn't even watch Darling in the Franks. Oh god. Like this, this is gonna be one to watch, whether you are interested in it or not. There is gonna be discussion about this, and it's gonna be very, very heated. Oh boy! I feel like they, with the anti-gravity bubble fight scenes, they really uh, decided to put their experience from Yojo Senki to work. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. That is a very good point. Because they do have a lot of experience with, with that stuff. We're not going to say any it, much more of it. No. Other than it's 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 looking good. Animation's good. Music's... Well, animation's a little rough, actually. Yeah, in places. Yeah, but overall it works. It's unmistakably it works Studio Nut. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so overall, this is one to watch. We're we're both going to be watching it, and we'll we'll probably talk about it again near the end of the season. Probably, because it's going to get weird. So weird. But moving on from that. Let's let's talk about something more less more stupid more stupid much more stupid. So it's got some long ass light novel title, but what we're talking about right now is the Misfit of Demon King Academy. So here's the premise. There's a society of like demon people, I guess, and. They they like have an academy to train 
the Demon King. It's very, very, very light novel so far. Oh, jeez, I just burped like six times. Okay, God, how the fuck do I describe this show? It's, okay, so if you've watched a standard Magic High School anime with an OP protagonist, that is to say all Magic High School anime, you've more or less watched this show. But the protagonist is, like, he's not just, like, some rando dude. He's specifically the previous, like, the first Demon King reincarnated. Yes. As such, at the start of the show, when the show starts, when he goes in to, like, take his exams, he he's he looks like a fully grown teenager. Actually, I think he looks like a fully grown adult, to be honest. But he's pretty much eternally youthful. He's a month old. Wait. I'm going to need you to roll back on that one. What was that? <laughs> he is a month old. One month. He was born to loving parents, already able to speak, and he already knew his name. And within a month, he was fully grown. I, I, I feel like the, the question of how much food did he eat to to grow that quickly should come into play. Like... A lot, probably a lot. His parents uh, spent a, a long month unclogging the toilet quite a bit. Probably, uh, he mostly eats uh, his mom's cooking, which is, she mostly makes mushroom gratin for him. That sounds disgusting. It's apparently his favorite food. <laughs> his favorite food sounds disgusting. Yeah, yeah. What 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 other parts of this? was just fucking stupid uh so obviously he's an op protagonist and he loves to show it off so uh during his like combat trials or whatever where he has to fight somebody uh he he straight up killed a guy with his heartbeat and then once he died he resurrected him and he kept killing him just by snapping his fingers and then he kept doing that until the dude he, he was killing gave up okay that that makes sense yeah yeah makes perfect sense and god this is such a stupid show i don't it's a stupid show but i'm gonna keep watching it to be honest because it feels like it's taking the piss it very much feels like it's taking the piss like, uh, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It feels like it's a parody of OP protagonist Magic School anime. Is it a parody that decides to be a parody by just playing everything super straight? Well, basically, kind of. It, it like, plays everything straight plus six. So it's just like... I, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of other bad Magic High School anime... So I don't know exactly how. But come on, month old literally killed a guy with his heartbeat. Mushroom grotten. This show's gotta be taking the piss. It's probably not, 
but uh, I'm I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep watching it until I eventually get bored and be like, this show is not taking the piss anymore. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever. I don't recommend anyone else watch it, but I'm going to. <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> because I love to hurt myself. All right, what do you got? All right. I believe the next one would be for me monster girl doctor okay so i i i again knowing absolutely nothing going in oh boy well other than the fact that judging based solely off the title it was gonna be trash oh yeah obviously so the humans and like the monster races were fighting a war for some super long time until everyone like literally forgot why they were fighting to begin with and decided to have peace. Of course. Uh, this this show is not an isekai. I, I, I mentioned that because I, I was watching like, oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this ain't an isekai. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, the guy still has that generic isekai protagonist hair. Yeah, that makes sense. Remember a couple weeks ago when I was talking about that show that I can't even remember the name of? Nope. <laughs> the school president show. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned how it manages to avoid having the like super slick, polished, generic animation style that's completely indistinguished from everything else. Yes. This show has that style. The, the the super Oof. slick, completely indistinguished from anything else style. I could not tell you what studio made it by looking at it. If you you could probably interspace clips from other shows in the same style, and I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Completely generic. I remember the main character's name. His name is Glenn, which I wrote down and memorized because his name is Glenn. <laughs> that is weird. And he's a doctor. So, he's a doctor. <laughs> His nurse is a snake girl. Of course. Who is madly in love with him. But, well, isn't, al but isn't allowed to act on her feelings because Cthulhu threatened to hurt her if she did. And not because of ethical concerns? And Cthulhu was also a doctor. So it is because of ethical concerns. <laughs> Cthulhu is the doctor that instructed both of them at medical school. Dr. Cthulhu. It's, it's a tentacle person. <laughs> it's an octopus okay, wait, person. So are the tentacles on the top or the bottom? It's an octopus person. <laughs> okay, okay. that uh, I was just imagining like Cthulhu in a lab coat. <laughs> Imagine an octopus in a lab coat. That's not much better. I think it would be a better thing to do to count the number of females who do not start coming onto the main character. Of course. I think one in the first episode. <laughs> Seriously? There were there were those two other girls. They didn't seem uh, interested, but they were I think they had like three lines of spoken dialogue each. Uh, Jesus Christ. 
So he goes to the he gets called by Dr. Cthulhu to go to the like fight club arena coliseum deal that they got to go okay. and like treat all the the fighters there and you got like the one lady who's a centaur and she started losing all of a sudden she just can't stop losing so he has to like like figure out why she's losing with his with his medical knowledge and it turns that out that's like a psychological issue oh, at first that's what i thought i'm like let me guess. The answer is gonna be that she's that she that she is, she has a broken heart and she needs some good old fashioned loving or something. And then the main character will just magically solve everything with his pheromones. Uh, shockingly, no. Her hooves were uneven. Like she she was never sh she was never shorn. She did not have horseshoes. So her her hooves were growing unevenly. They were wearing unevenly, and so she was off balance. To which he solves by having her held down and bringing in a farrier, and then forcefully shooing her. Which I'm like, I feel like this violates medical ethics. Yeah. I mean, doesn't a doctor need the informed consent of their patient to do a to do a medical procedure? Usually. Nah. Literally has her held down. Like he didn't even say, okay, so we're gonna have to shoot you? Well Is he said okay? we're gonna have to shoot you. And she's like, Hell no. So then he had her held down. Oh I I, I uh, what the fuck? Yes. That is very medically questionable. Yes. That that man should have his license revoked. He had the snake girl, like, bind her in her snakeness. And also the snake girl makes, like, squicking sounds. <laughs> it's, it's, it's disgusting. But so, uh, that happens. The dude dresses like a douchebag. <laughs> when you say that, he he had I don't even remember what his shirt was. He wears like his he has this lab coat on. Then he wears like a t-shirt and like beach shorts underneath it and sandals. That's what he wears on the job. What, what? the guy dresses like a douchebag? Yeah, if fucking hell, if I was to guess, that sounds like like the mentor character. In a like medical drama anime, I believe you know, like, he he only he's retired to the beach or something. He only recently graduated, so they didn't teach him how to dress at all in medical school. I don't know. Oh God! I've... Why? Why is it? Why did we? Why are there two rapey series in in our in this episode? I don't know. God. He... Gods. The technology in this world seems slightly off. I mean, apparently, like, ice isn't something they can get easily, which I guess makes sense, but... I, I, just, I literally just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even care, to be honest? No, no, not really. But yeah, that's what I thought. Snake Girl drank purple whiskey out of a beer mug. There are several things wrong with that. 
main thing wrong with that is that she's drinking whiskey out of a beer mug. Also, it's purple. Oh, yeah, that too. But... You don't have to keep talking about this if you don't want to. I, I don't entirely want to. Um, I, just, I feel like there's something I'm forgetting to mention. If you forgot about it, it's not important. Yeah, that's that's fair. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Screw don't that watch. show. Don't watch that show. All right. If it looks like trash and it sounds like trash, it's going to be trash. Unless it's not. Unless it's not. So now we get to easily my favorite show of the season. Oh. Super H. Eros. <laughs> okay, this fucking show. I'm glad we're talking about this as the last show, because I love this show. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. Uh, I watched the first episode last week, uh, and then I just watched the second episode today. And it is... <laughs> okay, so let's start with the premise. So... Uh, f- fucking, I don't know, five years ago, I think, in in the universe, aliens invaded, aliens that look like monster girls, like insect girls, invaded and started stealing humanity's uh, sexual drive. Like, they, they go up to somebody and they go wibbly wobbly, and they, like, s- they drain them of their sexual energy and, like, so it's like, uh, for example, like some idol fans that were in a crowd have their energy drained, and then they all decide to like leave and go get, like go home and do something productive with their life. And then also the the idol gets drained, and then she's like, "What the fuck am I doing? I'm gonna go get a normal job." <laughs> <laughs> and so the only ones, or the at least at the start, the only one who can fight back is our protagonist. Injo, Injo Reto, or Reto, I don't fucking know. They call him Injo and Rhett. We're going to call him Rhett. So, he has a bracelet that's got like a blue wristband. It's got like, it looks like a watch, and it's got an H in the middle of like the watch face. It's not actually a watch. And so, thanks to his bracelet, he can harness the power of Eros coating his fist in flames, punching the monsters, and causing them to explode. However, when he does so, all of his clothes are blown off. Is this show just a hornier version of Gotta Be the Twin Tail? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> that is, that's more or less what I was thinking of when I was watching like the second episode. I was like, this reminds me a lot of This has Gotta Be the, Twi- gotta be the Twin Tail. Because, I mean, you got Alien Invasion, uh... The aliens are, like, fetishistic or whatever. They're draining humans of their energies. And the only way to... Of course, in this case, the only way to fight them is to punch them with your boner. And so, at least at the start, we're told that... You know what? Eh, I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. So at the start, we're told that... We're shown that his friend got drained, like, right at the beginning. And she was... She's really weird. She's really weird. She has a very dirty mind. To the point where uh, the aliens tried to drain her of her energy. And they couldn't. Because her mind was too perverted. 
too perverted. Yeah, it, like they drained her, like to the to their limits, and then she was totally fine. And the monster was like, "Oh my god, you have so much energy!" Kaboom! And they exploded. <laughs> but because of this, she uh, she turned she turned away from boys and sexual stuff because she was like really freaked out by that. Let's say they should they should send this girl over to that Shimonetta show. <laughs> oh god, she had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> and so there are there's a there's a whole team of these uh people with the bracelets who punch the monsters. And also Enjo and Kirada, that's the main girl's name. They can like combine their energy because at one point in the first episode he uh he beats up one of the invading aliens. But it escapes, and so the when he faces it later, he doesn't have enough energy, and so basically, so basically they just they hold hands and they punch it together, which blows both of their clothes off. And since this is a daily occurrence, he just keeps several changes of clothes in a duffel bag he carries around. I mean, smart. Yeah, it's it's really smart, <laughs> and he in in another instance he saves a girl. Who's about to get like drained, but before she can thank him, he runs away because he's naked. <laughs> so he pulls a reverse Superman and changes back into his normal clothes in a in a telephone box. Reverse Superman. Which actually now, <laughs> which actually now that I think about it, it was weird that there was a telephone box there. Like also because it was clear glass, so anybody could have looked in and seen him changing. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. <clears throat> this is a really stupid series, and I love it, and I'm going to keep watching it. And I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's... Uh, whatchamacallit? If it's cult material. But uh, I'm definitely going to keep watching this, and everybody to should totally watch this show. Okay, it, then. It's just so stupid. I love it. Yeah, so that's that's more or less everything we watched. Uh, I guess we can just run over the stuff we didn't cover. So let's see here. All of the season twos and threes, we did not cover. We did not watch those. Because it's just season two of stuff. Yeah. And... I never What's watched season of one of any of these shows. Oh, yeah. I watched like the first couple episodes of Ray Zero. Did not... Did not get grabbed. Yeah, it, it's just more ReZero. I'm watching it on and off, I guess. But yeah, it's just more ReZero. And then, of course, you got SAO. Uh, you got some Fire Force. The teen rom-com thing. No Guns Life. All that yeah. stuff. Just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Let's see here. You had Lapis Relights. That's not a sequel to anything. It's not, but I I don't even remember not, what it was about. Uh, I believe it is an idol anime. Ah, yeah. Now I remember why I did want to watch it. I did see uh, like a clip of it on Twitter, and the, the 3D CG idols looked pretty good, actually. Like, better than other series. So that's good. 
just looking at these all one by one on my notes. I love the 6.43 that Relights is currently sitting at. Oof. Oof. I don't even know what the fuck. Rent a Girlfriend, which is... Uh, I. That's a romance thing. I don't even... It's literally about a dude who rents a girlfriend. Well, it is. But then he, act- then he has to pretend she is his girlfriend. Or and then he, like, like, falls in love with her for real or something? Uh, probably. I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, Mr. Love Queen's Choice... Uh, I think it's a... I think it's a dating game adaptation? Or, like, a Otome game adaptation? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, Uzaki-chan wants to play... I've seen, like, screen caps of the manga. Oh, people won't shut up about it. Yeah. I'm not playing... Well, actually, I never found where to watch it. It's on Funimation. Oh, okay. Fucking course it is. (sighs) Funimation, you need to do... You need to, like, advertise what you've got. They do. No, they don't. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) Not if they don't care about it. If they don't have it in, like, the current season roundabout thingy-majig, then I have no idea. Uh, and... Uh, I don't... And there's two shows that I don't... that I have no idea. One is, I think it's a... gag anime? It's some short series. And then the other one is... a spin-off of something... But it doesn't look anything like what it's spun off of. I don't even know. Yeah, I have no idea. In any case, that's more or less it. I probably find out about these things being on Funimation because I'm subscribed to the Funimation YouTube channel. So whenever they post a trailer for a show that they're getting, uh, it comes up. It comes sense. up on there. That makes a lot more sense because I'm not subscribed to any of that stuff. Maybe, I, maybe I should be, but I don't really care. Funimation unironically uploaded an AMV a month ago. Seriously? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Was it a good AMV? Uh, I don't know. It was Gleepnir. I didn't bother really watching it much. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not gonna watch an AMV or something I didn't watch already. Was there like is are people still talking about Gleipnir? or I don't just kind of like because I kind of. Was I, I haven't noticed any. Nothing has like bubbled to the surface for me. Was that last season or the season before it? I think it was last season, and it was the one where the dude turns into a monster or something. Isn't, isn't it the one that looked like a discount Future Diary? Yes. And I considered watching it because I could really go for some for some for some more Future Diary, but yes. I never ended up watching it. Oof. Oh, well. Yeah, here it is. Glyph, glyph, glyph. That one. Yes. <sighs> yeah. That's uh, a seven point oh nine. That's oh, not bad. Not good. Not, not good. bad. Isn't that the true terribleness, though? Not being bad enough to be considered bad, and not being good enough to be considered good. I mean, to me, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in any case, uh, um, so yeah, that's that's our uh, seasonal preview. Breakdown, I yeah, guess. Break to preview. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we'll do a slight we'll do catch up, slight wrap up, maybe at the end of the season, if we're still watching any of these shows. Yeah. I mean, you're only going to be watching one of your your assigned shows. <laughs> I I might I might watch a couple episodes here or there of the other two just to see where they if go. It's still terrible. I mean, like GV8 isn't even like enjoyably bad. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Like uh what one of my favorite well, I actually I I feel like I should this is not my favorite. I this I despise this show so much, but I've I don't think I've ever enjoyed myself more watching it than than when I was watching it. Uh, Aru Ferretta <laughs> was so bad, I was in tears. <laughs> I, I remember. Was... I remember when you actually, if I remember correctly, you didn't know about it until I showed it to you. And I was like, hey, we should watch this. It's terrible. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh god, it got worse. And you're like, oh my and you were like, oh my god, it got worse. And we should do a full episode on Arthur. Not not next week, but some other time. Oh yeah, we'll put that in the docket. We'll just like you can I don't know, maybe a full recap, or you can just like talk about our our Freda. Yeah, let's That's just stupid talk about it. it is. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, speaking of next episode, because I'm not going to be finished with any series I have that I'm burning to talk about. Uh, what should we do next time? Well, we could do a miscellaneous episode. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Talk about a couple different things. Yeah. Maybe something high concept. <laughs> Who knows? I, let's we'll, talk about the moon. Suck. You shut up about the moon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll think about it. We'll talk about it. We'll figure out what we're gonna do, and we'll uh, we'll decide on it next time. Until then, I am Eli, and I'm Lilith, and this has been Anime Stroganoff. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.